Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Boomer and Geo coming to you live from Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network on this Feel Good Football Friday Super Wild Card Weekend. My old station I worked for in Pittsburgh was in the news yesterday because of a false report that was went around and then went viral Uh-oh. about the Steelers-Bills game potentially being moved to Cleveland because of bad weather in Buffalo. Now, this did happen a couple of years ago where they had to move the game because of a massive blizzard. Remember that? Yeah, they went to the Detroit Lions. Yes, right. They went to Detroit uh, and, and that happened, but... It was actually a guy on the AM news station who was also a TV personality over there named Marty Griffin. And he's the guy who does, like, the shame on you stuff where, like, he'll knock on the door and be like, well, you're insurance fraud. And then, like, get in the guy's face. And they're, like, you know, outside the courtroom and all that stuff. The guy puts up some manila folder and hides his face. And Marty Griffin's in his in his grill with a microphone. So this is the guy that puts it out there. He goes, I've got friends in Cleveland that work for the stadium. And they have been told to get ready. And because the game might be moved from Buffalo to Cleveland because the weather's going to be so bad in Buffalo. So then my friend Andrew Filipponi, he puts out, he quotes Marty Griffin and puts this out there. But Andrew's one of the big voices in Steeler world. And then boom, you know, that goes crazy. And then every Pete Ryder in the world for both. The Steelers and the Bills comes out and says, no, we haven't heard this. The NFL comes out. No, we haven't heard this. And then when you look at, and I'll save you the time, you look at the weather, it, nothing's coming in Buffalo. Uh, are you sure about that? Positive. Jerry went uh, through I mean, it this morning. There's, there's blizzard warnings all over the place. Yeah, I know. But Jerry went through it, said coding on Sunday. I, uh, a listener tweeted me this about what Jerry was looking at. And Jerry was looking at the weather in Buffalo. And I guess Orchard Park, where the stadium is, gets different weather because of yeah, the lake effect snow. Which seemed to be worse. Lake oh, effect okay. snow in Orchard Park. Oh, all right. So Jerry was giving me coding and all that stuff, uh, driving in with the warm-up show. Okay, so Orchard Park may be worse. Jerry was giving you coding? Coding. He was giving me coding. Huh. (laughs) Coding. That's what he told me on Sunday. He said coding. So I guess it could be a a little bit worse than that. But they're not moving the game. My mistake. I, I apologize. They're not moving the game. Right. You can actually find that audio. I think Awful Announcing put out the Marty Griffin audio if you want to look for it on their on their feed so we could hear exactly what he said. Um, but it's they're not moving the game. And and you know, as, as Al said, Buffalo knows how to handle snow better than anybody. Right. So, so they're saying on Sunday, twenty seven degrees, fifteen degree wind chill, and it looks like it does have seventy six percent of precipitation. That's in Buffalo, not Orchard Park, but Okay. So did, you can't put in Orchard Park in that little I'm, search bar? I, I am going to try and do that. 
Okay. It's O. Thank you. All right, let's listen to Marty Griffin yesterday in Pittsburgh on KDKA bringing this up after it got shot down by 50,000 people. We're going to go live to Buffalo, to Tonka. We're going to talk to the chief meteorologist up there. Here's Filipponi. You know, we love Philip. I love What's Filipponi. he saying now? His boys. He's got, he's from Syracuse. What does he know about Buffalo? His boys in, in um, Buffalo. They don't think they're going to get that kind of weather. The Bills people. Oh, okay. Well, no, they would never admit to that. Well, sure. People stop buying those tickets, but they're sold out. And what he says his boys at the, in the Bills say 0% chance of them moving the game to Cleveland. Zero. Okay. All I'm saying is my boys work at the stadium in Cleveland. Got a phone call to get ready. You're hearing this. I was told this. All right. Just saying. I mean, you, you always got to have backup plans just in case. Oh, all right. It's all about logistics. You know that. Yeah. And by the way, in Orchard Park, same kind of weather uh, pr prediction, 27 degrees, 15 wind chill, snow, wind, a lot of wind, wind of 27 miles an hour. I need to see accumulations, though. I need to see what, what they're saying about that. That's what I, you know. You want to know accumulation. Well, that's the whole big thing, isn't it? I mean, if it's snowing, it's snowing. If it's three feet. High wind warning going on right now. Wait, go up there. Go up. Go up. It was just there. See right there. Friday day. You got to go to, you got to go to Saturday or Sunday. Click on Sunday. And there's, it expands down. Right here. Yeah. Click on that. And one to three. One to three. So, uh, so it's during the day. Yeah. One to three. It's nothing. Yeah, snow accumulating one to three inches. Okay. There you go. Yeah, but you never know because it's lake effect, and it could it could get worse. I've been up there when it's gotten really bad when they didn't think they were getting anything. Mm. Yeah, isn't it amazing though? How like this is how popular the NFL is that one guy on an AM news station puts this thing out there, and then. It is a huge story in the NFL, so much so that the NFL has to come out and basically say, no, we don't have a contingency plan that I involves saw, Cleveland. I saw where one guy on, on our AM sports station yesterday went off on somebody. Who did Steve Summers go off on? What? I thought, he, I thought I saw a tweet that, was he a part of yesterday's Throwback Thursday? He was on yesterday, yeah. I, I, he said something. What, the, what did he say? He got after somebody. What? Yeah. I, I forgot who it was. All right. I'll go to see if anything popped up here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers? Yes, that's who he went after. Let yeah. me ask you something, if I may. Are you gay? <laughs> uh, you really couldn't remember Aaron Rodgers? I mean, there were so <laughs> many things going on yesterday, and I'm yeah. watching all these different things. I he what he told Aaron Rodgers to shut up and play football. Yeah, right? shut up and stick to he, football. Jerry's got the audio. All right, yeah. So Steve, okay. I guess I guess Aaron Rodgers. Not, Listen, I talk you, about politics. You weirdo, anti-vax, tinfoil hat, a hole. You can shut up and stick to football. Throw the ball and zip your lips, and then figure out how to break his own defense, not the government. What is it? So, so I figure Eddie wants to play other clips. So this was with uh, on the throwback Thursday yesterday. You know, they had Mad Dog on, they had Minko on, and here was Steve Summers. I mean, a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. But, I mean, all of the BS that he wants to see come to an end, it has to start with him. 
the whole thing, and and maybe he did not say Kimmel is a is a a, a pedophile, but he certainly implied it. And then he would go and basically telling him to stick to football. Yeah, well, there you go. So Steve that was coming it. in hot. Yes, and he still has a show occasionally around he here, does. right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. By the way, him. Kansas City minus nine on Saturday night. Mm. Since you're into weather now, yeah, I thought we had moved on, but apparently. <laughs> Well, I thought that you would rather hear a little bit more about extreme weather. No, I know. Uh, Minus nine at night is the actual temperature? Yes. Wow. So that's a real feel situation that's got to be even lower than that. And uh, I guess 3% chance of snow. The snow will have already gone through. (laughs) And the winds, it says 13 miles an hour? Oh, my God. I'd love to see a real feel for that one. Man, peacocks, they, they're getting lucky. They're going to have Taylor Swift there. They got the weather. Toss a salad with a supermodel. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> which which Aaron might have done. Yes. Uh, John, Northport. What's going on, John? What's happening, boys? Happy Friday. Yeah. I, yeah, what do you got I for am, us? I need a little, uh, I need a little, you know. Bad weather up in Buffalo, so my steel is kill it this weekend. I, I think we have a shot. I think that bad weather would would help us. The Najee's on fire. That offensive line is clicking. I'm just, I'm, I'm pumped. I, I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I, I do think that bad weather would help the Steelers, but I don't think would help them enough to win the game. Uh, you know, maybe you take the under in that situation. Maybe you would take the Steelers and the points in that situation. But I, I cannot see mason rudolph going on the road in a hostile bad weather game against buffalo who's so hot and being able to uh captain an offense enough so to score points to beat the buffalo bills plus the steelers defense lost the defensive player of the year for this game tj watt is not playing in the game and you want to talk about just pulling the heart out of a team and a unit you could you could make the case that they're you know TJ Watt's one of like the top three guys on defenses that when you pull them out of there they're a completely different defense. Yeah, he is, uh, or they are one in ten without him in the lineup. Oof. I mean, God. I mean, he's the heart and soul of that team. That is a bad stat for them. So I, it doesn't seem like the weather is that bad in Buffalo. I mean, some wind. Wind is not great. Right, but it's not. It might be snowing a little bit, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be some sort of blizzard condition that's going to make this game, you know, totally a toss up in the air. Uh, let's go to Mike, who's in Bayside. What's going on, Mike? Hi. Um, I think that the Woody Johnson should get Belichick, um, Harbaugh, and Saban in a room or on a Zoom call and flat out say, "I'll give you guys ten percent of the team each. Ten percent of the team. You, know, you own it." If you come here for five years, and it would work. Yeah, I mean, you can't be serious, right, Mike? Why, why, why wouldn't it work? Well, just say it happened. Why, it would be, you have you have you saving and Belichick together, and either, either as executives or coaches, and it, the Jets would be good. Yeah, listen, it I, 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 lo- I love the outside-the-box <laughs> thinking, but uh, that it's, I mean... It, I wanted to ask Mike when he came up with that. Like, did he wake up this morning... Thinking about that, or did he go to bed last night, and did it hit him last night? Yeah, was it a was it a toilet thought? Was it a you know a group text message that popped into his head where somebody said something? But I mean, yeah, I'm just like, where is he coming from? <laughs> and by the way, like not to even garner a real response from that, but 
those guys are so egomaniacal, and they need to be to be able to be as successful and be in charge and be a leader that they would never, ever, ever be able to work together no matter how much money they were well, getting Well, I mean, paid. Saban and uh, Bill Belichick have been longtime friends, and they did work together on the Cleveland Browns yeah, a million years ago. Yeah. Now, the two of them working together, which is not going to happen, uh, would never work. And then you throw Jim Harbaugh into the mix. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a reality show for you. But, uh, yeah. By the way, know. did you see where the New York Giants got their new offensive line coach? Uh, Oak, uh, you mean, you guys, me saying Oak, yeah, sorry, uh, Las Vegas. That's right. And he was in demand. Yeah. A lot of teams wanted him. That's right. So the Giants got their guy, the guy that Brian Dable uh, identified. They went out and they got him and they got a new offensive line coach. So uh, that's good news. I, be- I believe it's good news for the Giants. I don't want to dump everything on the old offensive line coach, but this new guy is a Carmen uh, Brasillo is a guy that has a very good reputation. Yeah, and he was with the Patriots for a few Under years. Dante Scarnecchia. Dante Scarnecchia. And he was the co-offensive line coach, and now he's gone to be an offensive line coach for the Raiders, and now he's with the Giants. So, good. I mean, I don't know how much of an impact that will have. It's a big impact. It's a big, you know, that is like one of the most important coaches that you have on your staff because you're, you're dealing with five guys. They all have to be in sync with one another. Uh, you got to have respect. The guy's got to really know what he's doing. He's got to be able to teach technique. Um, there's a lot of stuff. That's why uh, Jimmy McNally, who I had in Cincinnati all those years, was unbelievable. You know, he could take a lot of low-round draft choices, teach them technique, put them in a system, and really get the most out of them. And he did. And he did the same thing with the Giants, too, when he was here. A little off the wall, but most offensive line coaches are off the wall. Yeah. And really, the biggest problem an offensive line coaches have and offenses have is staying healthy. That's the biggest thing because there is no depth out there past your starting offensive lines. Because once you see this guy come in and it's your second string right guard and has to move the right tackle, it's just it's impossible to have like fifteen good offensive linemen just ready to go. It just trying to happen. Trying to think, there's like three or four teams whose offensive lines have made it through the entire season. And healthy, and they're all in the playoffs, I believe, all these teams. Yeah, that is true. Let's go to Mark in Myrtle Beach. What's going on, Mark? Hey, Boomer, I, I just want to make a comment. It's only my comment, but I'm getting a little tired of Geo picking on you. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. I, I enjoy your show, but I'm getting a little tired of that. Okay? That's all I have to say. Goodbye. Oh, okay. Wow. See, yeah. see what you're doing out there? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way I look at it. Little old me picking on you, the NFL MVP. Been here for 13 years. I'm picking on you. 13 years? I mean, longer than that. What is it? How long now? I think I'm starting my 18. 18? 18 years? Yeah. And I, mean, I think you're just taking advantage of my age, maybe? Yeah, that's what maybe it is. Maybe the fact that, you know, I go from one subject to another and you don't like that and you can't seem to adjust to it. Oh, I've been adjusting to it for six years. I don't want to adjust to it anymore. <laughs> oh, you don't? No, no, no. It's just that's why I should give you the passive aggressive digs to make sure that maybe it doesn't happen again. Okay, that's what it is. Hey, if I'm picking on you, yeah, big guy, yeah, I'm sorry. See this bullying stuff. I'm sorry, is getting out of hand. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean any of this. Okay, and I know that it's a tough thing for you to handle. Hey, listen, I didn't realize that until Mark brought it up. Yeah. Because I think I've been blind to it. Because yeah. it happens so much. It does, yeah. yeah so, I mean, really, the, the way that I have dominated you 
and picked on you and used my toxic masculinity yeah. to belittle you all these years. I know exactly when it started to happen. When was that? When you canceled the softball team. <laughs> That's when it all started? That's when it started. And yeah. then you figured if you could get through canceling the, the, the all-star softball team, mm. then all of a sudden you started taking a little bit more liberty, a little bit more liberty, yeah. a little bit more liberty, and now you're completely out of control. Yeah. You know, and I, I didn't, don't think I haven't noticed. I just haven't said anything because I just, you know, I want you to, I want, I want Gio to be a happy Gio. Yeah, and I hadn't realized it either. And sometimes you need people like Mark and Myrtle Beach to put the mirror in front of your face and realize that. Just try to be a better person. What I'm doing is wrong. Just, just, just be a better person. And the picking on you will stop. Okay. Guarantee that. I appreciate that. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, thank you. Chris in Dallas. What's going on, Chris? Hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello, oh, Chris. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Uh, Chris wanted to talk about uh, embracing uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I so, have one hundred percent. I have embraced. Uh, I'm. I thought they were going to get married. I said that in the beginning. People mocked me for that, and it looks like they're going to get engaged. I'm just tired of seeing her. Uh, and they never show her during the bad plays. That's what I want to see. I want to see her when, you know, Mahomes throws a pick or Travis Kelsey drops wanna, a ball. You know, the fact That's what I want to see. You're going to show all the time, show her the good and the bad. You know that there is true love if she shows up at this game on Saturday night, nine below zero. Right, in a heated box where she'll be outside for a total of 30 seconds. Come well, on. We, we got to protect her. She's a national treasure. Yeah. But you act like she's going to be going through what the person in the upper deck is going to be going through that night. No. I mean, she's going to have it. She will be outside for a total of 30 seconds. Yep. Maybe not even. They might drive her car into the stadium. You know what's amazing? What's really amazing? I just thought about this. The, the extreme temperatures that she has been in. Within the last three months, remember her? One of her fans died at her concert. That's right. Yeah, down on where was it? Buenos Aires, somewhere in South America, or was it? Yeah, I think that's where it was. It was so. Yeah, it might have been. It was like 140 degrees. Yep. And now she's going to be at this game on Saturday night, mm-hmm. minus nine, which a wind chill even colder than that. Yeah. So I'm thinking that she probably has a group of people that she travels with. I think. Uh, although Bernie Kosar said that she did show up at Travis Kelsey's house by herself. Like, she didn't have a gaggle of people around. Wow. Like, she was a really normal person. That is great to hear, which, isn't which, it? Which, yeah, makes me feel really warm and fuzzy. I mean, the fact that she's been spending this much time in Kansas City shows you that she's not too much of a diva. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, good for them. Fine. We're embracing it. I just don't want to see it anymore on the TV. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Friday on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry back with us. Super Wild Card Weekend on the way. Very fired up for some playoff games. What's up, Jerry? All right, we are brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And I will stick with the football. That seems to be the theme. Um, the Belichick craft thing yesterday. Uh, first, Belichick as part of his... It wasn't even a statement. It wasn't look like he was reading anything. He was just talking uh, about leaving, and he was kind of reflecting on his time. Got a vision of you know building a winner, building a championship football team here. That's exceeded, exceeded my, my wildest dreams um, and expectations. Uh, the amount of success that we were able to achieve together. And they certainly had a lot of it, winning uh, the six Super Bowls and going to nine. Uh, here was Robert Kraft. He was asked afterwards, when he did meet the media a couple of hours later, why he made the decision to move on. Our family is the custodian of this asset, the New England Patriots, and we know how important it is to the psyche of the community and what's gone on here the last three, four years isn't what we want. So, And so they decide to part and, ways. And what's fascinating about this is as we sit here right now, I don't think anybody has a beat on where he's going to No, I agree. Up. I mean, there are, you can make a case for several teams. Nobody seems like the favorite. And, and this is going to be really, really interesting, especially if there's a couple other jobs open that aren't open right now. Cowboys, Eagles, if disaster strikes in those two places. Yeah, you, in the have no, you have no idea yet, and he's not going to rush to judgment. But I also think that he's got to know that there's an opportunity out there for him somewhere. I mean, they basically parted amicably, and that was good, and that's great. Uh, I don't necessarily know that you're a coach that does that. and You don't have a job waiting for you? Right, because I'm assuming if they parted amicably, meaning that Robert Kraft didn't fire him and he didn't resign, that his contract's up. And the way that Robert Kraft yesterday was saying that um, I'll be rooting for him when I yeah. see him in a hoodie on the other sideline is going to make me sad. I mean, it, it sounds like he knows that immediately he's going to end up somewhere. Yeah. I was, su- I was surprised by McMonagall's take, C-Mac. He, he's like Should Carolina. Should Yankees? I was like, Carolina? <laughs> he's not going to Carolina. Uh, yeah, no way. I mean, because he, he, his take was, oh, that David Tepper is so nuts and I know has so that. much money, he'll give him full control of everything. But he I, doesn't he, want to coach the Carolina Panthers. No, there's no way. No way he goes there. there McGonagall. 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 Um, there's no way. I wouldn't think so either. But anybody else, and a lot of these NFL types, too, you're hearing, they keep saying the Cowboys, knock it off. Can they play the game first Sunday? Mm. Right or wrong? You think McCarthy? I didn't see his press conference yesterday. You think he was asked about it yesterday? Uh, 
No, I don't they're asking so. Jerry Jones about it. They're probably asking him about I don't it. I don't know why about, would they ask him about it. I mean, they're probably asking him about playing against the Packers, his former team. I guess that would be the. I would think that that would be the course of questioning. Yes, I just meant. Do you think he was asked about Belichick moving on? That's more so what I meant. As he's I, I, I think for the game. aren't most people in the NFL asked that question? I would think so. I just there's a there's more context to it though because of the rum, rumors and rumblings that are out there. You know, it, it's kind of funny when you think about it. They say the coaching fraternity. You know, this is a fraternity that was shivy in the back in a heartbeat, mm. right? Yeah. I mean, they're always looking for their next job because that's just the the nature of the beast. Sounds like the media too. True. <laughs> is he getting fired? Here's my resume. <laughs> right or wrong? Yeah. Is he dead? Let me send an email. Yeah. That's terrible. Here's Aaron Rodgers. He went on McAfee, and he says crazy 24 hours with what's gone on. It's tough. I mean, you have not just Bill, but, uh, but Nick Saban announced his retirement. Is that true as well? Yeah. 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 I've been kind of, um, you know, uh, insulated here from uh, a lot of the uh, internet. Internet's a little spotty here, um, you know, in the woods, so it's kind of nice. But I did see that, and, and uh, it's too bad. Yeah, too bad that they're both gone. The two legends are gone. And it so. has been, like, reported that, you know, Saban was not happy with the way that college football or where it is headed, yeah. where it's it at right now. And by the way, Florida State got in trouble yesterday. I saw that for NIL violations, right? <laughs> yeah. And somebody's got it out for Florida State. Somebody <laughs> has to have it I out mean, for Florida State. Because every single program is probably doing the same stuff that they were doing, and they got an unprecedented penalty for it. Crazy. Uh, very much so. All right, so you got tomorrow Texans and Browns, followed by the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Sunday at 4.30, indeed, will be the Cowboys and the Packers. It was Chad Ochocinco on the Nightcap podcast. Nightcap podcast. Uh, lots of stake for one in particular player, the goddamn quarterback, as you will hear here. No darkness. Nope. Boy, if that win a goddamn Super Bowl this year, man, they might as well put a goddamn statue outside a goddamn... AT&T Stadium. Jerry's World? No, it's going to be Dax World. Ain't going to be no goddamn Jerry's World. <laughs> he, loves, he loves that GD, so there you have it. Jerry's World, Dax World, we shall see. Will Yankee Stadium become Marcus's world? He is coming here for two years and $37 million. I did see ESPN. I mean, you want to talk about going after him a little bit, and it's a fact. ESPN put on the crawl. I just saw it when I was walking in, in his 11... In his 11 appearances at Yankee Stadium, his ERA is like, I want to say, 7 or 8. And he's given up a whole bunch of home runs. So, interesting. He has certainly had his battles with Brian Cashman in the past, but they have... Well, they've got together here He's on this two-year deal. He's had battles with a lot of people in the past. <laughs> well, that's true. But, I mean, Cashman, remember Cashman made the reference about, yeah, we would take him, we could use an arm in the bullpen. And yeah, he he said he's not a difference that. maker. Yes. And he held on to that forever and then trash Yankee fans and trash the Yankees organization. And now he's a Yankee. So there you go. ERA at Yankee Stadium in 11 games. ERA is of 6.06. Well, okay. you know, the good news is he's not going to be pitching all of his games at home. That is true. You'd think half of them at home, half of them on the road. That's a nice way to think of it. The Yankees uh, did avoid arbitration with Juan Soto, $31 million for this coming season. Pete Alonso, 20.5 with the Mets. We go to the NBA, where the Knicks went to Dallas last night. No Luka Doncic, no problem. Kyrie Irving doing his thing. Randall spins, gets inside, layup, missed it. 
little too much English on that. Hardaway quickly brings it up the floor. Irving calling for it, sets, fires, three-pointer is good. Kyrie Irving. And that was Mike Breen on MSG. Irving 15 of 26 from the floor, 44 points. Mavericks beat the Knicks 128-124. Very uh, tight end of this game. The final six minutes, the Knicks went on a wild run, got to within one, but couldn't get all the way back. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 32 points as well. As you were pointing out last hour, Boomer, this was Tom Thibodeau on that bad beginning of the game. The start of the game, no question. Um, we got on our heels. Then we had to fight the rest of the way and uh, came down to one crucial rebound. You know, in the last minute, we didn't get And it was actually a couple, and then Josh Green made the three to put him up back by four. Right, Dallas is a good team. Okay, so now go beat the Grizzlies without John Morant. That That's what they have to do next. Yeah, do now, that. Don't get, like, the, the Rangers are mired in, like, some sort of rut right now. And, you know, it's going to take a lot to get them out of it. And it's the same thing. Like, the Knicks, you do not want to have back-to-back losses. You, you know, do especially not. Especially against a team that you're... you're, you're at least as good as, if not better than, the Grizzlies. Meantime, the Nets were in Paris. They lost to the Cavaliers 111-102. Did anybody watch that game? I did. I put out. What was it on? I couldn't find it. I was watching it on Yes. It was, oh, uh, it was on Yes. Ian okay. Eagle and Tim Capstraw were doing the game. Ian was, was in Paris, huh? I assume they were there. I can't imagine they did it remotely. I never saw a stand-up. I got to it when the game had started already. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was doing the game with Capstar. Yeah, we only have one game on CBS, so I would imagine that as well. He's his season is over. I would Westwood think. one. He does Westwood he one game in the playoffs. Right, okay, actually, um, the Thunder beat the Blazers. Now, why would I ever bring to you the Thunder beating the Blazers? Well, let me play this for you. Shea between the rings, behind the back dribble, shakes Camara down the lane, dashing, lays it up and lays it into the left hand. He's at thirty plus again with thirty one, making it look easy tonight. 11-15 shooting, 99-52 Thunder on 6. 99-52 Thunder, and they weren't close to done. The final score was 139-77. to They beat them by 62 points, and I believe they beat them by 50-plus when they actually played them a few weeks ago as wow. well. So they have just killed them. Here was Chauncey Billups. He's the Blazers head coach. He goes, that was pretty lousy defensively. I mean, shoot, we just had no resistance, man. You know, um, they get 58 points in the paint. The first half. First half. I mean, shoot, that it takes t- most teams don't get that in a game. Yeah, uh, pretty awful. So yes, a sixty point, a sixty-two point defeat. Uh, the NBA saying the in-season tournament will be back next year, and the draft will be extended from one night to two. Uh, Darko Radjakovic was fined twenty-five thousand dollars for his comments about the officiating after the Laker game. We take you to the NHL, where the Rangers are indeed mired in this little funk of theirs as they drop their third straight. That's a <laughs> yes, Brandon Sod with the goal. That was Sam Rosen on MSG. Part of a 5-2 St. Louis win. The hat trick for Jordan Cairo. 4-5 for the Rangers as well. And we also mentioned Mika Zibanejad being uh, not feeling well. Here is Peter Laviolette. It's going around from team to team. And um, morning skating was good. Just took a turn for worse. You know, right at, right at game time. He was up for warm-ups. And-, and then it hit him. And then he was out. And so the Rangers fall. As for the Islanders, they go to overtime with the Maple Leafs. We love our guy Chris King who gets all fired up. Islanders win the faceoff. Dobson to the net front for Borzell. He scores! Matt Barzell with his fourth point of the night. And it's an overtime game winning goal. Yeah, Chris King on Islanders Radio. Oh, no! 
4-3 the final. Bo Horvat, the game-tying power play Place goal. Place was rocking last night. In UBS a on a Thursday night. Yeah, they've really kind of righted the ship here. Absolutely. Uh, here was Barzell. No, we don't need to play that. Um, but anyway, he had the game-winning goal. And the Lightning beat the Devils in overtime 4-3. You know how excited Matt Lachlan gets when they win. Well, when they lose... Left circle radish. Back for Kucho. Oh, Cuts high slot. Kucho off to the right circle. Turns. High slot radish. Score! Dude radish! <laughs> I will have for you one of these hours. I have him and your guy, Phil Esposito. <laughs> On the Luke Hughes. Did you see the Luke Hughes turnover? Yes, I did. Oh, yes. He literally just falls. He falls down. <laughs> hands it's unbelievable. Yes. So we'll have that at some point, And we will have Matt Lachlan, too, who was very disappointed, as you can mm-hmm. imagine. The Devils do get the point by losing in overtime. Nate bashed in the game-tying goal in the third. But... They do lose in overtime to Tampa. And I mentioned the UBS Arena. We're talking about the Islanders. I was there over the weekend for the great Disney on Ice show. Very nice. And uh, I'm sure your daughter loved it. A little Sabrina there. It was. It was. I actually liked it better than I thought I would like it. But that right there is the height of capitalism. There is nothing more like to show you where we are. As a society, okay, and I'm not. I like capitalism. I'm just telling you, there's this is this is interesting. You walk in there, you cannot walk five feet without spending thirty dollars here, forty dollars here, fifty dollars there. They have crafted this thing to get your children to want every single possible thing as you walk down the aisle. And for me, it was impossible to say no. So she got everything. She got the the wand that blinks. She got the the you know you should have twenty dollars snow cone and a commemorative cup. You know what you should have done. You should have put her like in a uh, blindfold. And said this is a surprise. What we're doing and take her right to the seats. And take her right to the seats. <laughs> I'm telling you, next time I will do that. That's a great idea. Genius, genius. And the tickets weren't that expensive. And now I'm wondering. And now really? I figured it out. Like they the tickets were fine. Yeah, the tickets were only like sixty six, seventy dollars or something like that. But when you get in there, I mean. I might have spent four hundred bucks on crap. How was the show? It was actually pretty good. I I, I got excited. So like, uh, <laughs> that sounded weird. No, I did. I got excited because the, you'd get the uh, Mickey, Minnie, and Donald and Goofy like hosted it, yeah. and they would come out and it, and they would like preview who it would be, and then you know Donald Duck would be like, "It's your woman who loves the sea" or whatever, and then he like loves the sea, and all the kids would go Moana. And then Moana would skate out, and then it would be like, yeah! It was just like, people That's got into cool. it. Like Look big at you, entrances. man. Look at you. I'm proud yeah. of you. Yeah. They, that was probably the, like the last thing you ever thought you would have, have ever done in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And there you go. You see it through your beautiful daughter's eyes, and you get so much joy out of it. Right. And then Frozen was the big thing. I thought Frozen was going to close, but actually that uh, Encanto was the closing act. That one. Which I don't. I don't particularly like that one. I don't know. I like Coco, don't like Encanto, but I thought Frozen would be the, the big one. Disney on Ice, Frozen, yeah, Let It Go. Yeah, you would think so too, been, yeah. That should have been the one. Uh, but anyway, it's pretty good. Maybe Take you can start choreographing this now. <laughs> I don't know. I can't skate to save my life, so mm. there's no way I'm doing that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Feel good football Friday. This is about the first time, even though I've had uh, phlegm this morning, it's about the first time in two weeks where I don't feel like I sound congested, which is a which is a big thing for me. I don't like that. And there's the phlegm. <clears throat> but I'm almost maybe by Monday, all of it will be out of me. Maybe maybe by Monday, I'll sound exactly the way I'm supposed to sound. But. Winter gets everybody around these parts. It, it lingers. <coughs> it's a linger. It's a linger. Yes, and uh, it has been lingering for me because prior to my COVID diagnosis last week, yes, I was sick leading up to that. You know, I had the cold and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that was all about. And then all of a sudden it turned into COVID. Turned into COVID? Morphed into COVID? Yeah, so it was lingering. And then now I feel, uh, here I am a week later and I feel I feel good. I feel fine. Perfect. And we'll uh, we'll see you on the NFL today this week. You won't be yes. missing that. Right. Uh, so, by the way, did you see this big party that they threw for Pete Carroll that kind of seemed like a retirement type of party, which, I don't know, confused me as to what's going to happen with him. Is he going to go into the organization in a diff- or stay in the organization in a different role? Is he going to coach somewhere else? I assume that he would coach somewhere else because he's 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 a young early seventies. He said how much energy he had, and, and I I would just be shocked if you didn't hear from him again. I, I would just think he'd jump right back into it. And by the way, you know who was there? Who was there? Russell Wilson. Uh oh, Russell Wilson was there. Showed up for his good old friend Pete Carroll. They're I not like friends. It. They hated him. Well, if he's Pete there Carroll for that. hated him. I mean, he even said as much last year when he was like, this game meant a lot. Remember they beat the Broncos or uh, yeah. the first week of the season last year? So like, this game meant a lot well, for the Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to bury the hatchet. They had a lot of success together, went to a couple Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, come on. Now, if he's going to be an advisor for the Seahawks, does that mean that the Seahawks are trying to keep him in the fold because they don't want him to go come coach somewhere I, else? I think they're just trying to soft landing with him and want him to stay involved, keep him on the payroll, um, allow him to have some decision-making, kind of helping John Schneider, their GM, I would think. Yeah. But the problem with that is, and maybe, like I said, we all think it's going to be Dan Quinn. It's going to be take that job. 
uh, which would be good because, you know, he's not going to be in any way, shape or form intimidated that Pete Carroll's in the building if, in fact, that happens. That that's the only guy that I think that could actually make that work. Yeah, it makes sense because obviously he worked for him. Right. The other interesting thing too is like if you're Gerard Mayo or you're Mike Vrabel and maybe you're the next coach of the New England Patriots or maybe they go in a completely different direction. Whoever comes in has got the clean house because you can't have Belichick disciples in there. That's usually, that's usually what happens. When somebody uh, in the, I'd say a general manager gets fired, he comes in, he's got to clean everybody out, maybe with the exception of a few favorites that the owner may have. But you got to get people out of there that are tied to the previous regime if you really want to change things. Yeah, and we've seen two guys who got a nice send-off from teammates, owners, everything else, and Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll within the same week. That does not happen in the NFL. Not normally. Does not happen. It's usually an unceremoniously uh, they are fired and let go, and it, and it feels pretty cold. But that had not been the case with these two guys. No. And nor should it be because they had success. Absolutely. And Bill Cower pops into my mind, of course, because he's always top of mind with us, is a guy who did leave like this in a great way, and everybody sent him off into retirement and, and everything else. But I'm, I can't, like, who was another one? I mean, Andy Reid, when he leaves Kansas City, will be one, but he's still coaching there. But when he left Philadelphia, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, normally when anybody leaves Philadelphia, it's bad. Yeah. Just emotions get involved and everybody gets pissed off. And and Andy was much younger then. Yeah, These guys are older. These guys have been around. These guys held on to jobs for so much longer than most coaches hold on to jobs. Yeah, think about this one. Tom Coughlin, two Super Bowl championships. Ended horrendously here because he wanted a coach. John Mara didn't want him there any longer. And then he had this goodbye press conference. He blew right by Mara. Yeah, there was that, that, that stare and that non-handshake. Yeah, it was thing. ugly. That's, so that one, that's another one that's well, ugly. That, I mean, that's normally what happens in I this know, business. But, but I, I know. that That's why my point is what we're seeing here is so rare. And he had two of them in the same week. And I, I had a tough time thinking about another one. That has happened since whenever Tomlin took over at the end of the 2006 season with Bill Cowher. I mean, it could be an obvious one that I'm missing, but it's been a long time that you have had guys like this, coaches, who have had, like, going away parties. I mean, it never happened. It very rarely happens. That's why, you know, listen, uh, in Seattle and in uh, New England, it got stale. Yeah, clearly. And... I, I hope Pete Carroll coaches again because I, I know that he wants to. You know that Bill Belichick wants to as well. But if and if I were someone like the Chargers, if you're thinking about Belichick, you'd be crazy not to be thinking about Carroll too. I mean, you've got to be considering both of those guys. I mean, if you're considering Vrabel and you're considering Belichick, you've got to be considering Pete Carroll as well. So I, I don't know if they're – and Pete Carroll – you know, this is what happens. Though you can't like take a year off. Like you know, Doug Peterson took a year off. That's a little bit different. He was younger, younger, younger right. and he was just essentially coming off of a Super Bowl win and everything else. And you know, you go through these hiring cycles. Some hires are right, some hires are wrong. Uh, owners are impatient these days. Um, you know, it would be interesting to see. So, if I if 
the way I'm looking at these playoffs, I see three teams that could be in the same situation as these other eight teams are right now. Meaning they're going to fire their head coach. They could. The Eagles, the Cowboys, and I'm I'm probably missing an obvious one. Yes, well, I don't know if it's obvious, but there there there's always conversation that Andy Reid would walk away. No, that would be a retirement. But you, they'd still be in the same situation that they need a coach, right? I, I was thinking more of the Bucks. Really? Yeah. Todd Bowles took this army of misfits to the division title again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, after and, Tom and, Brady retired, like right. I, I mean, I would kind of. They've been I'd in keep the playoffs now for four straight years. I mean, as much as Todd Bowles was, was a failure here, like I don't, that'd be a tough one to fire after this season. Yeah, you never know what goes on internally. Again, just remember that. And Todd Bowles stirring it up there, pissing everybody off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, there's... Get the hell out of my office and shut the door. <laughs> I will give him credit, though. I mean, I, you know, I I didn't... There's no way any of us thought that the Bucks would have made the playoffs. Yeah. That's why I'd be surprised if that were a, were a situation. Go Bucks. There'd be a better chance than maybe Andy Reid. You heard a couple rumblings there that Andy's maybe getting to the end as well. Really? He's got Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback and he's getting to the end? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't he's think, like, but he's Zach old Wilson, and big. Zach and, Wilson as quarterback, yeah, I, I could see it. Or like Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 